0: Life is hard, but it could be worse. Life is hard, but it could be worse. Welcome Life to the hard. Losers Podcast, or the casting of Life pods, or the podcast of hardness. Hard. <laughs> so, I've, I've got I've got some good news. Some good news. Well, it's kind of good news. It's not really good news. But it's news. It's an update. It's an update on a story we talked about. It This happened originally in 2016. And we talked about this wow. a couple of times on our podcast over the years. But originally in 2016, um, there was a, uh, a social worker. I think we just talked about this like a week ago. A social worker sitting on the pavement with his autistic patient who was sitting there holding a toy truck that oh, yeah, yeah. somebody thought was a gun. And uh, and this SWAT officer on the scene fired three shots, and one of them hit the social worker in the leg. Even though the social worker is lying there with his arms up you know, trying to be totally, you know, harmless, right? And convince the, the and and by the way, I, I got this detail catching up on this thing. Apparently dispatch was telling the police to stand down because there was no gun, but the SWAT people were too busy locking and loading, or, or, as, or as Donald Trump would say, cocking and loading. But, because um, he says we're cocked and loaded. Which, by the way, I don't know if you saw on the late night show that was teasing about that. There's apparently a porn movie called Cocked and Loaded. Um, okay, so back to, back to the story. It, I digress a lot. that um, yeah, Was Stormy Daniels in that one? I don't think so.
1: Maybe that's where he got it from.
0: Yeah, that would be kind of funny, wouldn't it, if there was a connection? Yeah. So anyway, uh, the therapist's name was Charles Kinsey. And he's the one that got shot. Uh, they apparently apparently a SWAT guy was actually shooting at the patient, at the autistic man, but ended up shooting Charles Kinsey in the leg and missing twice because he fired three shots. So that SWAT guy wasn't too good of a shot, and that might be a good thing. It might have saved some lives. Who knows? But anyway, um, what really pissed off Charles Kinsey was after he was shot. Then the cops moved in and handcuffed him and kind of roughed him up on the pavement. Here he is bleeding, and you know they they've made an obvious mistake. And they I don't know what it is with police. I I don't see I. Anyway, we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to get to that. So the update <laughs> to the story is this: March 16th, he was uh, the guy who did the shooting was uh, acquitted of the felony count. Whatever that I don't remember what the charge was, but there was one felony count against him. It was like I don't know, attempted murder or something like that. Um, and they the jury was hung on three other counts. So, that was kind of a, you know, he didn't get anything. But, of course, he had to be retried on the three counts. At least, eventually, they figured out they were going to retry him. So, on June 23rd, which was, what, day before yesterday, they found right. him guilty of culpable negligence, which is not a felony, but he was found guilty. Now, and this is sort of good news, sort of bad news, because it's bad news in that he, as far as I'm concerned, well, you know what, I I think I talked about this before. I actually felt like the guy probably made a mistake. He was probably there with his finger on the trigger. He flinched. The gun went off and he went, oh shit. I really think that's what happened and I don't necessarily think the guy should have necessarily done time for it but I wish instead of filing a bunch of police reports that lied and tried to cover up, you know, try to make excuses because basically the the story that he's been sticking to all along is that he was told that the, uh, the autistic man had a gun and that's the information he was going on and and so apparently the autistic man flinched or something, and he felt he needed to shoot him or something.
1: But anyway, so so the point. The I'm Person trying to with ma- Tourette's has a gun. If he flinches, shoot.
0: The point I'm trying to make here is, if that <laughs> SWAT officer had said, "Jesus, we were all like all wound up and tense and standing there with our guns at the ready," and and you know I flinched and the gun went off and holy shit, I'm sorry, and the cops had rushed in to help the guy you know who was shot and. You know, had it all gone down differently, I'd have been like, you know, there, no no harm. I mean, it's not that somebody didn't get hurt and it wasn't stupid, but it wasn't a, cr- a crime, right? It was a mistake. Right. Um, yeah. In any case, that's not what happened, and that's not how it went down. That's not how they represented the whole thing in court, and I don't think he ever pled guilty to anything. So, so he was finally uh, found guilty of culpable negligence, which is good in the sense that he is the first cop in Miami-Dade County, Florida, which is a big county. To be convicted of an on-duty shooting since 1989. Jeez. And it's not like they haven't had any. I mean, it, it's, so
1: he's guilty, and now what happens? Does he lose his job for that?
0: Well, it's. I think he lost his job before. I think he did. I'm not sure about that. Um, and the and the chief of police lost his job over it too. There was a bit of a shakeup because that was that was a huge embarrassment. I mean, if you think about it, that was like the stupidest thing you've ever seen the cops do. I mean, the, all the cop shootings we talk about, there's always a little bit of wiggle room for, we don't know what that cop saw, we don't know what he was thinking, we don't know right. you know, if he felt threatened for real or if he just made that up as a defense. Um, but in this case, there's like this army of cops circling this autistic man holding a toy truck and a social worker who's saying, he's an autistic patient of mine, and he's just having, I just need to take him back to this, you know, the, the, the clinic or whatever you call it, the, the home, and he's holding a toy truck, right? He's not. He does not have a gun, he's holding a toy truck. And the cops should have basically said, oh, our bust, put down the guns, you know, I mean... They don't have to put them away. They could have them ready in the event that something happens. But there's no reason to believe. Like what? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, there's no reason to believe. Like he makes
1: a a getaway in the toy truck?
0: Right, right. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying they have to be stupid about it. If if there is a potential threat somewhere, they could be like, well, we're not going to just, you know, give our guns to the autistic guy. But we don't need to point them at him. Like, we don't need to have our guns pointed at this person because there's no immediate danger. I don't understand how that happened. I just, to me, it's like, if I'd have been in that situation, i had have been like, what are you people thinking? I just walked out there and taken the toy truck from the guy and said, look, it's a toy truck. And then, of course, they shot me to death instantly,
1: but... Um, right. Yeah, I probably would have ended up dead in that because I would have been cussing him out.
0: Uh, yeah, it's just, like I said, it's inconceivable. So anyway, the, the reason I went there is because when that happened, the chief of police got fired because he... Well, first of all, he testified uh, differently to the internal investigators, the, the, what do they call it, the internal whatever affairs for the police department, than he right. did to the, to the court. And so there was some discrepancies in his testimony, and that got him into trouble. But the point is it was an embarrassing incident, and he, got, he lost his job, and they replaced him with somebody. That whole thing was just crazy. I, I just thought I'd bring it up because it was in the news since they, he just finally got, finally got his, his trial was finally done. Um, and culpable negligence is not going to get him. I don't think it's going to get him prison time. I think it's probably going to get him, you know, maybe some community service, uh, some... Uh, he probably won't be a cop for a while.
1: He's going to uh, uh, go to the home where the autism people are, autistic people are, and...
0: Yeah, I, again, like I said, like, when we
1: talked... dinner, when we, they'll, yeah. like, freak out. <laughs> they'll see him and go, like... Yeah. Ah! Exactly. They'll be like,
0: oh, my God, it's him! No, I, I, just, I just feel like... That guy should have just immediately apologized and said the gun went off and, you know, the whole thing was stupid and it was unnecessary and I'm really sorry this ever happened and I think the whole thing would have been a whole different ending.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, of course. And and if you screw up and you go, "Oh man, my bad, sorry, whoops." Yeah, and a lot of other things you know. happened
0: afterward because the cops that were there lied to defend him. Because that's what they have to do, right? What do they call that? There's a pack pack mentality or something where right, yeah, yeah. once a group of people start doing something, everybody just sort of follows. Nobody nobody wants to be the one who says... Um. group Groupthink, yeah. So anyway, I digress. I'm disappointed Everybody's that they're sure, going to anyway. make more than two avatars because I was expecting the second one, I think I've said this before on this podcast, the second avatar movie, if it's realistic, will be... That they don't actually land. They just fly over with, with aircraft with large atomic weapons, destroy right, everything just on the planet. bomb the shit out of it. Yeah. And then they land and come in and do their mining. Because there really would be right. no reason to confront the Avatars again. They already know they're going to lose that battle, or they at least they're going to lose some resources in the process. So why try? No good corporation is going to waste. I mean, they all they want, and I know we've talked about it in the podcast now, because when I talked about the Unobtainium, you started going on about how they clearly named it. Such that they should know better than to try to get it.
1: Exactly. Come on. Captain Obvious here. It's yeah. called Unobtainium. And maybe
0: that's why there will be a, like, five sequels. Because. That's why
1: they're going to keep trying to get it. It's like, don't tell me what I can't obtain, and, bitch.
0: And because it's Unobtainium, they will not actually be able to obtain it. It'll just keep trying and trying and trying, and people will die, and avatars will die. Well, not avatars. What were the. They were the.
1: Shoot, I, I can't remember. The. Uh, Oh yeah! Something Good question. E, uh, there's another trivia question for you. Yeah, the people. What were the race of people called on the? I don't even remember what the planet's called. It ended. It well, that was Pandora. And, oh yeah, yeah. And they yeah, ended.
0: Yeah. And they ended in E. Something. Was, yes. Some, yep. Something E. Yep. Uh, anyway, but they're all. They're all apparently. Uh, apparently. Boise.
1: No, that's Idaho. Um, there's
0: there's going to be uh, many battles between men and these tennessee no that's the state I <laughs> no i think it's only two syllables well whatever i mean i'm sure that someone will <laughs> the, google the, this the. and be screaming at our podcast going "It's the you know we'll be like i i don't know let's go on for another 10 minutes pontificating on this these guys are idiots yeah <laughs> that's what they're doing i have avatar on on dvd i need to watch it again i love that movie actually i might have it on
1: blu-ray i'm not sure well, pop it in real quick and find out what they're called.
0: Yeah, yeah, let me just run in the other room, grab that, sh- turn on the TV, stick it in, wait for the stupid thing to load. Yeah, yeah, We'll. I'll pass on that. I could bring it up on Google a lot quicker. Yeah. But I feel like that's
1: cheating, so. Oh, we do everything else like that.
0: In any case, yes, so so Disney made all Ponzi. the. Ponzi. Disney put uh, happy endings on all of the fairy tales. And now they're taking over the movie theaters. And so it won't be long, and Disney will be buying up more, you know. Marvel and Star Wars I would buy. Avatar, I mean, sure. Avatar is still the number one grossing movie ever. Um, The Endgame is almost ready to overtake it, but but Avatar right now is the number one grossing box office movie ever.
1: Sure, but it was only one. So if you're talking about a franchise, I can't believe that something like Transformers... Or what's the one you bring up all the time? Terminator, or Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Terminator. Do I bring like it up that? all the
0: time? Don't you? I might. I, don't know. I might. I, feel I didn't like mean you do. to,
1: though. I just now I feel self conscious about it. That and RoboCop.
0: That yes, RoboCop, Terminator, and Aliens. Don't forget Aliens. I love yeah, those. Alien. Right? Yeah, because Alien was like the what do they call that? It was like prescient. It was like the warning of what corporations will do to us if we let them. Right. You know? They just like wipe out the whole planet. They're like, "Hey, we got this new pet. You want to check it out? It's gonna kill everybody on the planet, but that's okay because it's cool." So we could go on to the time zone thing because it really is a scandal. Sure, um, hit me up. Yeah, yeah. So we switch times twice a year, right? We switch them. Well, not everybody does. There are places. So you're that not don't. talking
1: about time zone. You're talking about the daylight savings time. Well, that actually is sort of a change.
0: I mean, we're right now in Eastern Daylight Time. While well, I am, you're in Central Daylight Time. Yes. But why without me leaving my home county do I change time zones twice a year? It's um it's a scandal. I think the I I've heard that the insurance companies were the ones that pushed it in the first place because they said it would save money on like traffic accidents if it was light. No, that is not true. That's what I heard and then someone no, else told me something No, it goes back further than that. Someone else told me something different. I think it said something to do with World War II or something.
1: I originally heard or grew up thinking or hearing somewhere that it had to do with harvesting. I don't know, had something to do with the harvest. And then I also heard it was for like kids going to school or whatever, right? So it made it lighter earlier so kids wouldn't have to go to school in the dark, which that seems silly because that would be going back to standard time is what does that. You know what I'm saying? You're already in daylight time. Yeah, but turning yeah. the clock back makes it lighter, earlier, or whatever. Apparently,
0: it was originally opposed in, or I'm sorry, proposed in 19 or 1895.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's way older than like World War II or whatever.
0: Yeah, 1895, George Hudson proposed the idea of daylight saving. Oh, so you're gonna look this up on the internet? Well, it's much more <laughs> important. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't America that did it first; it was Europe.
1: Okay. And what is the reasoning? What what is the proposal for? What's the point?
0: Well, actually apparently different countries use it for different things, but the idea was that you you'd get more light in the evening while we'll sacrificing sure. morning sunrise. Um and and there is some sense to that. I mean, right now with with we are now at the longest daytime of the year. We're 5 days into summer now. And right. basically it's a parabola, so there's a couple weeks there where it's basically as long as it gets. Anyway, so we Right now, it's getting light at 5.30 in the morning. So if we weren't on daylight savings time, it would be getting light at 4.30 in the morning. Right. And instead of getting dark at, say, 8.45 or 9 o'clock, it would be getting dark at uh, at 8. Which, I don't know. I mean, getting light at 4.30 in the morning wouldn't kill me. I don't know that it really matters. If we never had daylight savings time, we'd never know the difference.
1: But that's also, for us, that becomes a function of what? Latitude? Uh, longitude. Some I thought least. longitude was longitude's
0: the, the long ones. Latitude vertical. Yes, longitude is a vertical, and depending on what longitude you're yeah, at.
1: Yeah, no, I'm talking about the horizontal one. So it's a function of our latitude. If we were on the equator, it wouldn't get light at 4:30 in the morning. But if we're at, you know, like the North Pole, it's going to be light at like 2:30 in the morning and last till. Oh, there, yeah, there's or. a
0: latitudinal effect, but there's also I was I was thinking more of the longitudinal, as in if you're in the eastern part of your time zone. You're going to get light earlier and dark earlier, but yes, the length of day is based on your latitude at any given, right, that's at any what given I mean. time of year. Yeah, yeah, the overall length of day. But they also have longer. They're also see, going I'm later, sciencey, evening. sort of to a point. Could this be our science? Our science segment talking about? No. I was just going to bitch about daylight savings time because I think it's stupid. Well, go ahead. I mean, it's just this idea that we have to change our clocks and our computers have to adapt, and we have to know some people don't respect daylight savings time and so my friends in Arizona when I'm on standard time are uh, two hours behind and then when I'm on daylight savings time they're three hours behind
1: it's just like uh, well, I mean if you think about it I don't it doesn't really make sense that we aren't all on UTC time and just get used to when it's light and when it's dark wherever you are
0: yeah, but it would be kind of weird, though, if you live somewhere where, you know, 12 midnight was the middle of the day. The fact that we have a 24-hour clock, I think, it's sort of designed that we have a.m. and p.m., you know, morning yeah, I and guess. afternoon. I'm okay with the time zones. Now, I was thinking, though, when I was thinking about time zones, I was thinking, what if you drew the time zones on the flat Earth map? How would they look? <laughs> like, they would be radials coming out of the center because... Right. And then how would you... Yeah, it would
1: be like a... A pizza cut into like...
0: Yeah, yeah. And how, how would you then explain yeah. the sun's 32. movement through those time zones? You know, this is why this is why the flat earth thing never struck me as being credible. Not only... I'm
1: sure there's some kind of answer for it on their website.
0: Actually, I don't... I was... Oh, God, I got sucked into a flat earth thing the other day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think they have explanations for this stuff. Not that not that actually work out mathematically.
1: Well, sure, but I'm they've, just saying they've I got some. There, st- I bet there's an answer, whether it's good or not.
0: Yeah, I mean they've they've proposed that the routes that planes take are proof that the Earth is flat because the a jet going to Australia from, say, South America, instead of cutting straight across, goes up to, like, somewhere in Europe and then back down again. And they're like, if you draw this on a flat Earth map, it's like a straight line. So, clearly, this is what they're really doing. They're not going, you know, the globe map. Why would they go up there and then come down here? Well, the reason they do that is because they can get more people if they have a connecting flight. If they just fly to, you know, Sydney, Australia, nobody wants to go, right? Because they're like, what the hell are we going there for?
1: Well... I mean that you'd have a hard time arguing that if it's a nonstop flight, but Well there are there are nonstop flights. But this is
0: here's the thing about the flat earthers though. They deny that those flights exist. And here's the funny part. In the in the presentation that this one guy did, he just left them out. And this other guy went down the flights and showing like the map and showing the things and then he gets to the nonstop flight and he goes I think they just put this here to throw us off because this flight doesn't really exist. Nobody actually there's no actual plane going. This they just did this to, to trick us. Which takes us back to our whole thing about why are all these companies and people bending over backwards to convince us the earth is flat?
1: <laughs> why would they do that? To think when when they well, when also, I mean, incidentally not for anything else, they do so much more nefarious things. Like there's actually a point to them convincing us that we're not well enough,
0: well or convincing convincing us that Iran was responsible for the attacks on those oil tankers, you know. Sure. Because that's, you know, that's their agenda, right? They want to have a war with Iran and they need to sell it. So, oh, look
1: what Iran did. Right. Or they want us to buy their medicine or they want us to yeah, so, so they spend a lot of time convincing us of other things.
0: When there's trillions of dollars to be made or, you know, some trying to put down a protest or keep the people passive so that we don't, you know, find out what's going on in revolt. Those things, obviously, there's an agenda, right? There's a reason for that. When you have a conspiracy theory related to that, you go, hmm, we should probably think about this because the government may actually be doing this, Right. But this one doesn't make any sense. Like, why would they work so hard? And if you think about it, all the people that plan the flights, if they add bogus flights in, they've got to actually do something when someone tries to take that flight to divert them to another flight or something. I mean, they got to go all kinds of trouble, all right? Right? And people would mention it. Somebody would say, "Hey, there's this flight that I can't take. Every time I sign up for it, they change my flight plan to this other one, and it's a lot further because I got to go through, you know,
1: England, London to get to Australia, right?" Plus, they have to go through the whole show of, on the airport terminal, going, flight from Sydney, now arriving right at gate six, or whatever. It's like, ah, but that's not true, because there is no Yeah, plane. it's a fake plane. <laughs> yeah. It's a CG yeah. plane. They've got this- and, and there are fake people that get off the gate, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I mean... You know, the what if you're of, expecting somebody to be on that flight? And right. You go, the amount or of trouble. What if you just happen to be sitting there in the airport and they say it's arriving and nobody gets off? You go like, wait a second.
0: And so many people would know about this. There would be people at the airlines. There would be pilots. There would be all these people who would know that this charade was going on. And nobody has bothered to breathe a word about it. Nobody has come out and said, you know what? I got to I gotta tell you, these flat earthers got their Right. We've been covering it up for centuries. Really? They've been right all along? I'm just going to go shoot myself. (laughs) Anyway, but back to to
1: the time. We've been talking about Flat Earth for four years. Do you realize that? Yeah, I know. I know. It's a good thing. I'm
0: glad we talk about it because it's the most fun I have. No, it drives me crazy. That's why I talk about it. You don't understand. This podcast is to keep me from shooting myself. That's all. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. Speaking of which, did you see some uh, YouTube phenomenon killed himself? I think it's uh No, man. Yeah, it was on Twitter or some guy. Um, I want to say I had the name, man. I had it. It was stuck in my head. Now it's gone. Let me see. Hold on. It might have, still be here.
1: So you'll look this up on the Internet, but not the name of the race. Do you want me to look that up? Is that what we <laughs> need to do? <laughs> just, just saying. I mean, you'll, you'll pause and look the rest of this stuff up, but not that.
0: <sighs> Avatar, Pandora, native species. Here we go. In the 2009 science fiction film Avatar, conceive a fictional universe of the human uh, Okay. Indigenous humanoid species called the Navi. Navi.
1: There you Navi. Go. Navi. 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 The Navi. Yeah, you're Navi. right. It ended with an E. Yeah, except it's not spelled the
0: way I imagined. I imagine an E-E at the end. It's N-A-V-I. Anyway, so the Na'vi, yes. So there we yes. go. I, I
1: I imagined it like the middle of Felice Navidad.
0: So my thinking is there will Na'vi will be extinct after the beginning of the second one, and the series will end right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. That's not going to make any money.
0: They can't make enough money like that. Yeah, so there you go. It's all about the money. There's your conspiracy right there. The the script writers are going to be told you cannot make this realistic because it will end too quickly. It's you know
1: one. what I think they ought to do though. What the next the next time they go to Pandora, they should fly over it and it's a, just a circle. <laughs> it's like a plate. <laughs> yes, like like not a sphere. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just a I circle. Get,
0: I get it. I get it. That's good. I like that. And then as they're, as they're coming up on it, they can't see it because they're looking at it edgewise. Right, like, it like appears like, out of nowhere like where is it where? it's right there and then, and they go like oh there it is and we we're looking at the edge of it there okay got it yeah uh. <laughs> yeah well it's better than having daylight savings time every year and having to switch all our clocks around I mean everybody thinks no big deal right I just set my clock well now they don't even do it right their computer does it their phone automatically updates itself the only thing you have to change is the microwave and the clock on the wall if you still have one
1: of those right Oh, and, I actually like it. I, I like daylight savings time. Two times a year, I get to time travel.
0: Right. Yes, you get to jump in. One time I
1: go right into the future, and the other time, Zoop. actually, when we came here, we time traveled also. As long as we stay here, we have added an hour to our lives. That's true. That's true. And I figure if we keep progressing west, we could keep Adding hours to our lives right
0: the rule is what goes up must come down but there is no rule that what goes west must come back east
1: exactly we could go all the way to what the Philippines or something gain a whole bunch of hours
0: so what happens if you if you jump up in the air no because the atmosphere would carry you along it would the friction with the air would keep you moving with the planet so I was thinking you could move west by hopping like physically hopping the earth the surface of the earth is spinning towards the east. So, yes.
1: Yeah, right, because the sun doesn't really come up, is what you're saying.
0: Well, no, The sun of is stationary. Not. Of course not. We, well, the sun isn't stationary, but to us, yes, we're, we're, we are orbiting the sun and spinning. And here's the thing for the flat earthers. Everything can be explained by the 12.5 degree tilt of the planet on its axis, the 24-hour, approximately, rotation on its axis, and the 365-day, approximately, orbit around the sun. All the seasons, the changes in daylight, all these things can all be mathematically clearly explained with this model. The flat Earth model can't explain anything. Well, no. Can't even explain the South Pole.
1: But you're saying if I jump up... And I can hang in the air that the Earth will rotate under me. Exactly. So you could move further west
0: uh, as the Earth spins to the east. You'd be you'd land on a more western part of the planet. But it doesn't work because the Earth is carrying the atmosphere with it. We're right. we don't we don't realize the Earth is spinning because the atmosphere is spinning with it. If the atmosphere weren't spinning with it, there'd be like a seventeen hundred mile per hour wind. <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah, there'd be well and that's a why lot that's sheer that book that I read the What If book. Anyway, one of the questions is, what if the Earth just stopped? You know, what if it just stopped spinning? What would happen? And uh, he starts describing all the forces, you know, the things that would come flying through your house, and the, you know, the air, the wind velocity you'd have instantly, and all the other things. It, it'd be crazy. But but he he gets into all the details. Like he works it out mathematically. You know, of course the flat earthers would say, huh, that's funny, because Earth isn't spinning anyway."
1: But, it is eternally going up. Well, and that's another thing, I mean... It's like we, in free fall in reverse. You realize that if
0: the Earth stopped spinning, we would be heavier than we are, right? Okay. This spinning of the Earth is trying to throw us off. The centrifugal force is is pushing us away from the planet, but the gravity is strong enough to hold us down. But if the Earth stopped spinning, we'd get heavier because we wouldn't have that force pulling us, trying to throw us off the planet. I mean, it's something to think about, right? Life is hard. And one it's side of the earth would cook and the other side would worse. freeze,
1: which would be a problem. Life is That'd hard. probably it be a kind problem. of mind-blowing at this but point. It yeah. It's starting to hurt my brain. Life is
0: hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. Life is hard. But it could be worse.